observe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 17 of the Observer Report Show. I'm Kyle Brennan, joined not only by my co-host, Keith Sullivan, but our very first guest, Remy. Is here. Remy. Hey. <laughs> Remy, by introduction, is a singer-songwriter out of New York, out of Hopeless Records. His highlight cuts include songs with the Chainsmokers, Tate McRae, Justice Bennett, and A.J. Mitchell's Friends, which peaked at number 20 on Top 40 Radio. His recent collaborations include ASAP Ferg, Quinn 92, Versace, Olivia Holt, and Jutes. You can find Remy on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Is That Remy, and you can find his latest album, Could the Grass Be Greener, on Spotify. Remy, welcome to the show. Bam. Hey, it's good Bam. to be here. It's, it's good to be second here. Second time around. Second those, time around. Yeah. For those who don't know, we had some uh, technical difficulties on the yeah. first conversation with Remy that unfortunately got wiped out. So Remy graciously is re- back here, joining us again for a second conversation. Generously, Techni- technical difficulties meaning I dropped the uh, I dropped something and broke it, so <laughs> it's really my fault. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, I think it's one of the, what really bothers me about anything creative, any endeavor. It's whenever you change. In my experience, whenever you change one thing about what you're doing. It's it's like we talked about this actually on our Darwin episode when we talked about not Darwin but like we talked about uh, creationism and evolution and stuff like that, and there's a principle called the constraints theory in electromagnetics oh, and electrical you're engineering into it right away. Huh? And 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 it, the constraints principle says that the more complicated a system is, the more likely when you change something it will fuck everything up yeah. completely. And yeah. just adding another person to the mix, mm. it's like it's like the universe goes, no, that's not how it works, man. You right. have to make a gigantic mistake before you're allowed yeah, to do right, that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. Constraints principle, Remy. It's great to be back. It's great to be it's great to be back. <laughs> you were such a sport, man. Yeah, no, I such a sport. I, I, no, have, I had a great have time. Ever, have you ever had that where you've lost like a song or something? I I just I, heard. Uh, sorry to cut you off. No, please, no, please. I just Zach Bryan. Um, oh shit! He was talking about it when he was in New York City like a year ago. Yeah, he had damn his it, back, He had his backpack <laughs> full of like like three notebooks of like filled with songs that he he wrote and hadn't yet like recorded. Yeah, and it got like stolen. I mean, I would that would fucking suck but uh, <laughs> i i've been fortunate enough to not have lost anything one of my like good friends and like frequent collaborator lost his uh his uh, hard drive like crashed and he had to like send it away and like it was like oh yeah so thing. i looked in yeah. it's called data recovery labs yeah, and yeah, like they yeah, yeah. dude it was like ten thousand dollars i was like <laughs> yeah not happy yeah sorry. i think sorry. i think his like whole <laughs> life budget we're not we're not ad supported yet <laughs> yeah. but someday yeah i think his like whole i mean he's a producer so like his whole life oh it's worth it for him you know what i mean yeah. it was like a no-brainer type thing but it definitely fucking sucked and like you know he was on his toes for a while because they were like you know they don't give you any hope off the rep. Yeah, they, the They're first like, thing it says on the website is there is zero guarantee that right. we'll do anything right. for you. But yeah. I think the effort costs the money. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what yeah. it is. You but he got a lot of stuff back. So yeah. it's like it all worked out. My old guitar player, same thing. He was working on a solo album and he had to put out, he created a Patreon and everything because it was like tragic. Like he made a video and he was like listen i i have he has like you know following and he was like if you guys could just you know help me out a little like yeah. the whole album is gone and insane. and he didn't even drop it it just like these things are so yeah you know like yeah. they're just so yeah. not flimsy but things just go wrong with software yeah. sometimes can't do anything about it yeah yeah my i like i had like a, on a hard drive i recently just moved everything over my my homie who's a 
very talented producer. He actually just won a Grammy on his album. Oh, my friend, my Joe? Friend, friend Joe Erlenica oh, yeah. just Joe. just won a Grammy, That's which awesome. is pretty crazy. Which, what, do you, what do you want a Grammy for? Uh, he produced the song "Low" on SZA's album, so oh, wow. she won. Um, I think she won a couple ones, but the one that he got was. Um, best. I think she won album, new album of the fresh no, artist or something like that. Ta- Taylor artist. Taylor won artist of the year, but she won Who? best. Um, ta- Taylor won artist, album Taylor. of the year. Taylor uh, Taylor Lautner oh. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Hawkins Taylor Hawkins um, but no he so he won that but anyway he he saw my setup the other day and I was like oh I have this hard drive and he was like is that it was like this like it had like a little like dent in it and he was like is that where you keep everything you care about in your life yeah he was like is that where you keep everything in your life and I was like uh, yeah and he was like let me and he like send me all the Amazon shit so I, I just recently a couple of days ago moved all my shit to like an SSD and this whole thing. It was it's, like a whole... It's really... It really is... It's unbelievable, It's man. crazy. And the laptop alone, like oh, yeah. I just... I have a case for it because I, I travel with it so much, but it's just like... You, 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 I fucking toss that thing around, dude. Yeah. I'm like... You know, is I that where it's... all of your stuff lives too? Your laptop? Yeah. I mean, well, I have it all on a, on a hard drive um, because the logic files are just like enormous and you just can't really like, you know, keep it. That's another thing is yeah. files. Yeah. They're huge. So huge. <laughs> Dude, so a video, huge. like a real oh, is like oh. that I send you, bro. It's yeah, crazy. No. How big. I don't keep any, I delete, you gotta delete shit I delete everything, all the video yeah. stuff I delete because yeah. I just can't, I just can't keep it on my, like when I make content and shit, I, I like work off that one video and then I have to delete it all off. Plus I've had my Mac for now since like 24. 14 oh wow it's 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 getting there the, it's, the apple bug is yeah gonna come it, for you. it's getting there like now i'm getting to like optimize storage every time i yep. do something every they're like they're making me yeah. decide like every yeah. time what do i want to keep and i also like i send like nowadays like i send the most um like music uh, I, I send a lot of music through text, like a lot of people, like when I'm working with artists or, or producers or, or writers and stuff, and we're sending files, like a bounce. So like a demo of the day, like that we do for the day, like someone starts a group chat and like someone will send the text in the chat. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of demos in my iMessage. Like a, like a, right. like tons of tons. So you of can't demos. delete oh. messages. So I'm mad nerd. Right. Yeah. So I I'm just like nerve. Like and then when I look now, like what my biggest thing, it's always messages. And and I just and I just keep buying. Right. Like I think I have like the two terabyte like iCloud. Like I just like <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I was saying like ten dollars a month on on iCloud storage because. I don't want to lose stuff because there are times where someone's like, "Yo, we need something that sounds like whatever," and I'm like, "Ah." Oh, I did this song like four years ago and I'll like yeah. pull it up Dude, and like, you know. I can't tell you how many times I've been saved by the bell with work like that I've sent you or whatever. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I just emptied that folder and we didn't upload this to YouTube yet. You know, and then I go, oh, but I texted it to you. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the text. Yeah. Like, thank God. It's amazing how it just like recreates a whole new, like, why do I have to wait to bounce a whole new version? If I send it to you, it's just like magically copied. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I know it goes down in quality and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, it's real. I wanted to talk to you about the chain smokers a little bit because arguably they're the biggest artists that you've done work yeah. for. And um, I'm curious how do, do you how do you siphon through work? Like, how do you determine what to do and what not to do? And I like I don't I think I remember from last time you saying that the chain smoker situation was kind of not really a great story. Yeah. It was an email. Yeah. And you sent in the work. Yeah. And they loved it. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how that I mean, that was literally that I did a session with a homie who knew their team and and um, we just we wrote the song in like a day 
and sent it to them and and they took it and they added parts they brought in ian kirkpatrick who's like an incredible like super producer he's like one of those like super, just like do a yeah Lupa and like all these we people should, we should clarify for those listening this is push my luck by the chain smokers yes. yeah yes. by Remy. great thank song you, thank you thank yeah. you great song. um but yeah no that you know we, we we sent that uh song and it was it was pretty um uh actually was pretty moved pretty quickly um and like i still email with drew often he's like a very normal nice person mm-hmm. um i've had nothing but like an incredible experience and they're just like you know they're obviously like super talented and um but you know in terms of picking what work i mean that's the literal bane of my existence is like picking yeah like, picking what to right. work on. i would imagine how does it come in like is it emails and just it's like- it's it's every possible way i mean like instagram messages it's like home like f- friends of like if i'm working with an artist or a producer or a writer and they're like yo i have a session with xyz artists like they're dope like do you want to come in like it comes so it's like a, a homey level that comes through and then I've, I've, I've been signed to, to Sony and now I'm signed to a company called Arcade that's through Universal. And so like there's a whole team of A&Rs which, and their job is just to set up sessions and to just like network. And, okay, like, make now sure. we're getting somewhere a little. So yeah. like there are people who are facilitating the, the, the studio time with said producers and that's all being set up separately from you guys. And then you get a call or an email saying, hey, we've got this session coming up with this person's people. Yeah. And would you like to jump in? Yes. That's how it really works. Yeah. That's okay. like that's like a, how a lot of sessions happen. A lot, that's how there's like, a, you know, there's like the industry side where people are, are coordinating these sessions. And then it gets to a point eventually where like, you know, the, you, you that's how like something maybe that like you've never been in would happen. Like a new okay. artist that you've never worked with. It comes from somebody being like, hey. So especially since I'm in New York, they'll be like, so-and-so's in town. Do you want to work with them? Do you think they're like, you know, like whatever, here's the music. Or if I know who they are, they're like, so-and-so's in town. Do you want to work? And I'm like, yes. And, and, um, but then like, you know, the ideal situation, um, is like, it goes really well. Everyone has a great time. Everyone exchanges numbers. And then, and then it's like, like, you know, then it's just like on some homie shit where they're like, yo. I'm gonna be in New York. Like, let's let's kick it. Let's make some fucking yeah. shit. Have you ever had any like artist names come up there where you're like, what? Like, they want to work with me? Or yeah, like, I mean, like it's it's like it's always like an incredible feeling when someone when you, when an artist that you like is like down. But usually, what it comes from, at least for me at this point, is like me being like, yo, like this artist is in town. Like, let's send them stuff. And then if and then if hearing that they're down, I'm like. Right. Fuck yeah. Nice. So, so <laughs> like, what is you know? it? What is it like on, on the on the artist end? I guess. Yes. Yeah. We talked about this last time, but yeah. Like, one thing I didn't know as a as a youngster, like listening to music, is how a lot of music is actually written by other people. Right? Yeah. So like your favorite band. Yeah. Maybe your favorite song by them. They they didn't write. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, when I was little, like. I felt like that lost a little magic in it. Yeah, but now yeah. that I'm older and understand the inner workings of it, like I appreciate the collaborative nature a bit more. Yeah. So I guess like, what is it like on the artist side? Are they just getting like, like the chain smokers? Yeah, yeah. Are they just getting sent emails yeah. and files of like, try this song. What do you think of my song? Please like listen to my demo. Is it like that? Yeah. Like- I mean, it just depends. Every artist is so different, you know, like certain artists are like very removed from the writing from the writing of it and they just want like a great record and like you know there's an art in that as well which is like picking a song that sounds great and I think a lot of people like talk about like Kelly Clarkson a lot because she doesn't really write but she's like one of the best singers of all she is dude time. and you know I was a little mad at her because not to interrupt no please. but she's you know she's on TV a lot and she's always doing the I'm 
hosting this whatever game show and she just doesn't look the same yeah and i would think in this world where they're still judging people that way on tv about yeah. like their weight and their appearance yeah that they would like why are they cutting her so much slack yeah and she was just like i don't give a shit <laughs> you know like i'm just gonna do whatever i want but 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 having said that kelly yeah. she lost a shit ton of weight yeah, yeah and yeah. she looks sick yeah. like right now yeah but to, having said all that, her voice though, yeah, yeah. she'll she'll open her voice Amazing. sometimes. She'll yeah. start singing on one of these shows, and I go, yeah. "Oh, that's why," because yeah. she's like a goat. There's all these like she's a goat. Yeah, she's always like videos of her, and everyone's like, it's like kind of a joke where they're like, you know, and like I've at least I've seen on the internet when artists being like, "Oh, like did you hear who covered your song?" And they're like, "No," and it's like, "Oh, Kelly Clarkson." Like, oh, it's fucking her song now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah, she's yeah, just totally. like so in incredible. And and so I guess like, you know, someone like, you know, I'm sure she writes a lot of, you know, music that I may maybe don't know about. But, you know, like there, there's people like that. And then there's other artists like even like the, the Chainsmokers, like they get sent like the best of the best. But they, right. they make a lot of their own music, especially now more than ever. They, they make a lot of their own music and they make a lot of decisions. And um, I think a lot of artists now like plus like we're all creative people who like, like to be in the mix of it, you mm -hmm. know, like, like nobody likes to get sent like a whole thing. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but like, at least for me, like when I like to, I like to leave stuff open so that someone can kind of like make it their own, you mm -hmm. know? And like, sometimes they just do it with the vocal, but you know, like a lot of times, like for example, Chainsmokers who are producers, they want to be they, they're like touching the track they're making decisions that'll you know help and, and they'll they'll be a part of the creation and a lot of artists that i've worked with are like super hands-on and like want to be in the mix and like i said that's the most the most fun part of it is like making the song like that's like mm -hmm. that's yeah. the best part of it everything after it is cool like people like to perform you know like people love people like to but there is that there is just the studio magic yeah there's just something special about writing and recording and and coming up with an idea that is so special um have you, you just don't get like do, other do you places. do you get um ever envious or jealous or like i know as a drummer when i go see a live show yeah i'll be watching the drummer and i'm like i can do that yeah why am i not playing yeah. for sting yeah, like, yeah why yeah what have i done wrong with yeah. my life and you're always around super creative talented yeah. technically yeah. talented creative talent like amazing artists yeah do you ever feel like man wait, maybe i should go that route of like the performer do you feel ever like why are my homies in in playing with prince like like i know <laughs> a guy who rips the bass better than this guy yeah like, yeah so you must feel that feeling a lot or not really i mean in, in in like a competitive uh like business sense sure mm. you know what i mean i think um you know i have just a lot of homies who are just fucking killing it and for me it just means like I'm doing something right to be right. You're also in a space where you're writing for the chain smoke. So it's not like you're not in it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah so it's a different, it, it's, it's a different thing in that there's like, okay, people are, you know, like have are everyone has in different stages of their career. And like, you know, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a difference of being like jealous versus being like, I, I want that. Right. I think it's like, it's like a very driving thing. I think you need a little bit of that to be in it. In any capacity, I mean, there's in any sort of co-working capacity, there's someone who's got a promotion or got whatever that you're like, damn, like I, I want to do that. Obviously in a creative field, it's a little bit different, but, um, you know, I think it's more of just like a motive motivation thing. And, and like yeah. I said, I, especially when it's homies for like when my friend Joe, who just won a Grammy, like it's one of those things where it's like, you're just proud to be like 
in the mix yeah. you know you're just yeah, like cool. you're just proud to, to to be in in a space with people who are successful that also like right that also respect you you know what i mean that's like something that's like really that that, that i think is like very important you know speaking to siphoning through work to get back to that a little bit i heard an anecdote today that was interesting i heard it's called the red car theory do you guys know about this at all no. yeah is that when you want a red car and then all you see no is, oh. that's manifesting but like this is like okay like you drove here yeah did you happen to see, did you see a red car on the way over here uh, you couldn't say right maybe yeah probably probably not who knows right um but if i told you before you left that I'm going to give you $100 for every red car you see on the way over here, you would know how many red cars you saw. 100%. Probably. Yeah. Or you'd probably even look for them. 100%. And the point of that anecdote is just like, there's there's opportunity, luck, right? There's things passing you by all the time that you may not just be paying attention to that you that you don't see value in unless someone tells you that there is or whatever. So going back to like, you probably get a lot of emails. Yeah. Do you ever worry, like if you turn something down, like, man, what if like 10 years from now, I, cause like it was, it was this thing about Brian Cranston where he says he would have never became Walter White unless he did this X-Files episode 20 years prior yeah. where he met the creator right. of Breaking Bad. Yeah. So you just never know yeah. what anything's going to become. Yeah. So that anxiety is just something you have to live with at a certain point. Yeah. I have missed so many things. <laughs> really? <laughs> like so many where things. you go, fuck. So, so many, so many things really? I, I've, yeah, like countless, countless, countless things where I'm So just you're like, a little numb to it. Yeah. It's just, it's just inevitable. It's right. just inevitable. You can't and, avoid it. And to your point, like the question you asked me before, like, how do you pick? Like, I only have so much time. I, I only have so much time. And like, you know, y you have to just kind of like focus on what's in front of you mm. and i feel like there's sometimes stuff comes along and there's like an artist that's like they're really dope and you're like i, I like your music a lot like i think you're great and you're working on a lot of cool, cool shit and you're doing something but i i'm focused i'm working on this other thing now mm -hmm. like i'm working on this other thing now and you know i i just i have this thing is paying me mm. one right, yeah this end of the, end of the day end of the day <laughs> right. like you know what i mean like that i'm this this artist here has a budget this artist here, you know, like has a, an, like a bigger following and it just becomes like binary kind of at that point where you're like, okay, it, it has, it, it, that's when I kind of, it gets a little businessy where you're like, I think you're fucking dope and your music is great and I, and I want you to succeed, but I can't work on it right now. <laughs> and then like, right. and then like in a couple months they like catch on on TikTok or like something goes crazy and then they fucking right. blow up and you're like, if I had just taken that one fucking session, like and spent a couple hours, like maybe, but then there's also times where like you do those sessions with an artist and, or, or a writer or a producer or whatever. And, um, you take that chance because you love the music and you really think it's like a special thing and it just doesn't connect and mm. it, everybody does everything right and it just doesn't connect. Isn't it interesting how in the creative world, a lot of the time, man, the things that you thought were whatever yeah. become the thing. Yeah. No. I wonder what that it is. It happens so often. It happens all the time. Feel, yeah. It's the ones like I, you talked about, like one of your, your best, like yeah. most successful songs. Yeah. Um, like you didn't think it was going to be big yeah i mean uh, my song leading me on like i did that one and my homie who produces all the songs like we had done a bunch of other 
songs and he was like yo you should we should, at the time it was called Back in My Arms and he was like yo we should really finish Back in My Arms and I was like um like it, I don't really get it like whatever like sh- sure and then we finished it and we put it out like it was like I think the, it wasn't even like the first it wasn't even like we're like okay it's the first it was like the third single or something that we had put out at the time we were just like in the middle of like a rollout of those first couple of songs and um it just got added to like one or two playlists because I guess people liked it and it just became the one just became I don't know the what one that is. I, I had it, no idea it, it's like a surfer right like yeah. you, you 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 see the wave and sometimes you just either get it and you don't and, and you don't know why you got this one and not the last 10 but you yeah. just found like an algorithmic wave yeah and you just hit it and like it's just you just nailed it it's you yeah. don't know i mean that's yeah. why like we talk uh, we talk so often about like rick rubin's book the creative act and like he's just when when you're trying to find when you're trying to do something for a specific outcome yeah you're like oh i want this to be successful or i want to make money on this or i want this audience to like it it's never going to work on that like the only value is if you like it yeah and or if like you're just selfless in the process and yeah. you just you commit to making it what you want to make it yeah and then like the only currency is when you put it out there yeah like the audience you know they may resonate they may not but it's not necessarily your fault 100 it's, it's more so like does this resonate with a particular audience and if it does it might land really hard with them and they love it yeah i mean and then other people might not and like it's not really up to you at that point right no i mean it's funny like and also like a very weird thing that happens like especially with the artist side of stuff as opposed to like the writing stuff like so you know when i'm making something that i'm like this is going to be like a remy quote-unquote song and like i want to put it out myself like in the room i'm like we should reference this like 1975 song. We should reference this post song. We should reference this Kanye song. We should reference this Beatles song, whatever. And by the time we take all those references and they put them together, it sounds nothing like that. But in my head, I'm still thinking about those references. And so, you know, this is like, has been like kind of the bane of my existence with like TikTok and shit. We're like trying to find like what hashtags to use and like yeah. what you know so like because you just i want i want the music to, to find you know the right audience will, will, will think what you're thinking right yeah like and, and would vibe with it and- yeah like I, I but like at the same time i'm like you know i've put like 1975 like in the hashtag or like do you like in the right. video like do yeah, you like yeah. the 1975 you like this song and people comment well, like this sounds nothing like the 1975 well it's like and i'm like oh, <laughs> well, sick your most your most recent song autograph yeah like, yeah I, I know i noticed yeah. like definitely a nod to uh i miss you by yes 100 like, the drums 100%. and everything 100 was that intentional or like it turned into that it was like slower and then we like sped it up and the more we kind of like sped it up it just it it felt like that um and it was like one of those things where like if it, it feels like that song but at the same time we were like i was like is it too close like that's another, mm. th- another thing we always deal with like is it too close right yeah. and then sometimes and then like my answer is always like if it becomes a problem like i, I fucking hope it becomes a problem because if, yeah. if it gets to the point where like you know fucking someone's tom, suing you if tom wants to fucking <laughs> yeah, hit yeah. me up then we're in a great problem exactly. that means it's making enough yeah. money for him yeah like that's fucking yeah like that's what i'm saying like that's yeah. a great problem to have so you know like there are references in, in that capacity but like i just i also just make so many different types of songs like dancier songs rappier songs like guitar based songs like no and so that's another beast I I'm tackling where it's like, if you like one song of mine, you might not, that might be the only one you like, you know, mm-hmm. like if you don't, 
like other types of music, you know? So, um, it's like a, that's like a whole other beast. So when you, I mean, it it sounds like when, when you're songwriting and and doing everything, it sounds like very collaborative in that sense. But when you're, when you're just sitting down to like write a song for you, that you want to put out, what does that process look like? Like, are you grabbing a guitar? Are you like pen and paper? Are you just singing and humming? Like, what is that? How does it start? It's usually, I mean, it's, it's like, pretty much always guitar that was like the first instrument i learned how to play um so it's definitely like my comfort zone um i think now more than ever too like i just think like guitar music is like having like a really great moment right now i totally think, I, I think like billy strings all that shit yeah, yeah like and like country music and like folk and like all these types of vibes and like this like very organic feel so now more than ever it's guitar but it usually you know and and this kind of goes for even like in writing sessions as well, where people will be like, you know, we start with chords. Like to me, like it's, it's chords first. It's like, it's like an aesthetic. It's a vibe. It's like, you know, we build the world of this like track and like what it's going to, what it's going to sound like. And okay. Like these are what the drums are going to kind of feel like. And then like, I'll go on, I'll pick up the mic and I'll usually like kind of just freestyle like melodies and like see what you do melodic improvisation with your voice not a keyboard yeah yeah yeah, yeah really yeah, yeah. I'll, that's impressive. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah i'll sing i'll sing it through and, and i like that's how a lot of like top liners will do it like mm-hmm. that's like the term for like people who do like lyric and melodies like yeah. top liners and like it's just like a very free-flowing like mm-hmm. mumble like very mumbly thing um and then it, you you kind of like pick out certain words that kind of come to mind sometimes like if i'm hearing a track and it sounds sad or happy or like just general direction um i'll have like a note that has like hundreds of like little phrases and shit so i'll like i'll have that out and i'll look at it so that i can kind of try and like fit some phrase that'll you know like uh, meet you there uh, mm-hmm. anywhere you know and yeah, then gotcha. you just and then it's the yeah and then yeah. and then we we're like oh that like that that melody's like feels really like big and chorusy like maybe that's like what the chorus is and then you know you get like 30 minutes in and then you're like this fucking sucks let's start a new one yeah. that's the worst <laughs> when you've been working on something all day yeah and then you go you know what this blows yeah. mark yeah. norman was talking about similar like to writing a joke you know because he, he's very like quick and punchliney like he's he makes you laugh within the first five seconds he calls it trimming the fat which yeah. isn't like his term, but like yeah, yeah. he he comes up with like a paragraph of a funny topic, and then just cuts absolutely every unnecessary word out, and but while getting the point across. And I guess that's kind of what you're doing melodically. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're floating around in the ether of creativity above the chords. Yeah, and then you find what sticks, the words that get to it, and then you know it becomes a melody. Yeah, some people are really good. Like Paul McCartney's very famous for this, just kind of like hearing it in his head. Oh yeah, kind of thing. That I don't know. I, I can hear melody over chords, but yeah. it's never like, oh, I have it. Yeah. It's always like something you got to dig or like. Melody is so, yeah. it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like I can I can pick up a guitar and make cool sounding chords, but when it comes to melody, like. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I don't have that talent. So yeah. like, it, that's really cool to be able to. Can I, to do. Can I ask another thing about TikTok and that? I am convinced as a, as a creator content creator whatever podcast producer that hashtags it's like do they do anything i don't know i, I don't i Let don't me ask know you a question like like put it, think, of, think of it this way if have you ever like searched i've done this like search for a band or an artist or a comedian but i never like is that what the hash like 
do, do you have to search hashtag 1975? Or if you type in 1975, every video hashtagged with that will be on the page? And how often are people even doing that? Going like, I want to watch I, I 1975. I don't do like, it. Like, no yeah. one does that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what the hell are we even doing with the hashtags? What I think <laughs> with know? the hashtag is, and I, I don't know. We're like I think... 10 years late on this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, a 10 but it's year old. Yeah, people Gen, are still... Gen Zers are listening. Like, yeah. you fuck. They're like, <laughs> Gen Alpha, dude. But I, think, <laughs> I think people are really still trying to figure it out to this day because, you know, so I noticed recently. Um, I started like I'm always like trying different hashtags or like no hash. I've had I've had like good friends. Right. I've, I've had none. friends who right. are like very successful be like no hashtags, and I'm like okay, like like let the let the music, you know, like let it find its audience, kind of. And you're like, all right, cut through the fucking bullshit right. already. Like <laughs> right. like how do we do this? Right. And I've tried I've tried let it. The music exactly. Please. But dude. like but like yes, go on. I'm no, sorry. No, you're all right. No, it's frustrating. You I, know? Dude, I fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> but recently I've posted a couple and I've actually used um, like the Post Malone hashtag because like his new music kind of feels like um, like chemical kind of feels like sun. That, like, that song and like we've brought it up like yeah. our, your, our friends have yeah. like when that, that song Chemicals by Post Malone yeah. comes on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is Remy's song. Right. And yeah. then he starts singing. I'm like, oh, shit, that's Post Malone. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So so like that. So it sounds that similar. Dude, it does. Yeah, really? It's like, it's like, Listen to Chemicals by Post Malone. It yeah. sounds I haven't like, heard it like yet. a Remy yeah. song. Yeah. Which, like, is, which is cool because yeah. that also means like you have a distinct sound. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So Post Malone might not know about it. But. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know. Yet. He copied me, but you know, I'll let him Or he does. And let him just ripping him off for years. Yeah. He was searching 1975. Right. Yeah. He's been on the hashtag i know yes um but you know like i so very recently i was like let me because i tried different artists and this is again what i was saying before like saying 975 and people being like you don't fucking tell me 975 so i'm just trying to see what are the artists it sounds like because the reality is like it oh, doesn't I see what you're saying it doesn't sound exactly like ed sheeran it doesn't yeah. sound exactly like so like if you like ed sheeran you may not like it but anyway my point is I started putting like hashtag indie, hashtag indie pop, I hashtag post Malone, hashtag a couple of things. And I've noticed in the past couple in the search bar now, when it's like related videos, I've seen like indie music, post Malone, that thing show up in the search bar. Okay. So, so I, I know nothing about it, but I <laughs> think it, to me, I'm like, okay, they're like it's kind of like it's fitting in the right yeah kind of like world where people who like posts and that album would like this video and, and so i guess the hashtag to me is a way of being like pu putting it in the same category as like people who like posts who, right. who are who are organically seeing yeah, maybe that's what it does yeah you know they're like like, like the internet is theoretically tangibly limitless right yeah like, there is no boundary on it so you right. got to put it like in some direction anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do, like, do you think a lot of people these days are finding music on social media? Because I, I would think like, at least for me personally, I think on TikTok it's like, that's the top 1%. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. those, those big songs that like are yeah. on every TikTok. Yeah. yeah. But like still, I, I would imagine like Spotify is still the main, the, the Spotify playlists are the main places people are finding new music. It, I feel like it's just, it's so different. I mean, and in terms of just like people's like in, intention, I guess as well, when it comes to like, like music where like TikTok is such a like, like lean back 
platform where people i don't think anybody's like going on tiktok being like new artists it's implicit yeah. in the name tiktok like yeah. let time just pass yeah. you by yeah sit down and chill yeah yeah, yeah. Ver- versus no one's going in there with an intention really yeah. yeah yeah and i feel like versus like spotify which i feel like if you're going to like radio or you're going to like a playlist mm. like yes you put it on the background because you want to listen but you also kind of know i may hear something i like i might hear somebody new like i'm gonna hear some artists that whatever so um i i feel like but at the same time tiktok has been the only thing that has translated for for i feel like any artist breaking in any capacity at any level going from like nobody to something to something so you've really. seen it happen well yeah it's the only thing that matters really i've yeah. noticed i posted something as a total joke like because i had you know that kevin james uh meme yeah. where he where yeah, he's yeah, at yeah. the he's at that race and he's going i only got two things to say yeah yeah, yeah. god bless our troops god yeah. bless america and that whole thing yeah for whatever reason i wrote this i, I always thought like because the way he yells is very like good in a in a metal vocalist yeah, yeah. perspective and i was like i'm just gonna jokingly because it was like a weekend i had the bit the wife was away whatever and i wrote a song where that would be like the intro like a hype up to get the crowd to do <laughs> yeah, a mosh yeah, pit or yeah, something yeah. something i did and then something happened with the military where i was like it was like rah rah let's go america and yeah. i made this real and i put it on tiktok and it was it went not like viral, but yeah. it had like 70,000 views and like yeah. thousands of likes. And it was like the first one in a while since our reels that had gotten yeah. any attention. Yeah. And I real and everybody in the comments is like, let me know when this song's done. Yeah. Let me know when it's, when you put it on Spotify. Yeah, so there yeah. are, it's weird. Like you're saying, like I think young kids are finding music on TikTok, yeah. whether unintentionally or intentionally, but it's there. Like, like you get, I think you mentioned the guys who wrote "Why You Always in a Mood." Yeah, yeah. Around like, a, yeah. wasn't that a TikTok explosion song yeah, first, yeah, and then it became yeah. like a real song? Yeah, I mean, so. you know, though, like that is just the only thing, and especially like in 2020, that was like when people were like, "Oh shit!" Like, this TikTok thing is like a real thing, you know? Like, yeah, that was like the only, you know, that was like one of the first times that people were like really taking TikTok seriously. But I, but I feel like now. You know, and we talked a little bit before we got started where like every label basically like, you know, they have different strategies and and people do things differently and different labels. are. But but a big, big, big point of like every label's like marketing strategy at this point is like the artist needs to be on TikTok promoting like that's like that's like the crux kind of of, understand it. I mean, that's where the kids are at. And it's like the only thing that kind of translates into real like just tangible growth um you know like it's just night and night and day um it's like a sean mendez vine situation yeah blew up on vine and then became a global yeah i mean bieber was youtube so it's like yeah yeah yeah. you know all all these things are like that it's interesting that like even my uncle dick who's a he's a reporter on on, on the news like he, he reports the news yeah i remember a few years ago like this is probably five six years ago like they they started telling the reporters like you guys have to get on social media yeah you have to be on Twitter you have yeah. to be on Instagram and yeah it's like what like why yeah like, but yeah now it's basically like a job requirement because they're like no one watches TV yeah that's yeah. why yeah, yeah, yeah no it's <laughs> and it's sometimes crazy. if I find a new artist that I'm like really into it's true like the first thing I'll go to Instagram because like I want to follow them I want right. to like see what they're doing it's also like. like 
and we can get into the discussion about EMG after this, I think, yeah. because I want to, that's super interesting, but I find music on TikTok by watching a reel, and it just so happens that someone chose this song to be the song in the reel, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. this reel's funny, but what song is this? Damn, yeah. like, it's yeah, really yeah, good, yeah. and then yeah. you look at the bottom, and it's yeah. there, so, like, that's a whole other reason, like, if, if a reel blows up, the song blows up, Yeah. so let's just say, you could literally just, be a great idea to just put your music on, like, porn, yeah. Like put it on Twitter. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone's watching them. They're like, this is actually really good. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Like once, yeah. the, once you actually. That's, that's yeah. the new strategy. That's the new strategy. Yeah. Once, a good once you strategy. jerk off and the head's clear. Yeah, that clarity. The clarity, you're like, this song's actually yeah. really good. Yeah. Just corner the market there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's yeah. true. No one else, hey, true. No one else is thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. I'll cut this part out. Yeah. And just take the idea and run with it. Yeah, so what happened? You were talking about what happened with UMG. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they. Basically, UMG decided uh, to pull every all of their music off of TikTok, which is Universal Music Group. Universal Music yeah. Group. Um, they're like the basically they're they're like the conglomerate that they. I think they own like you know fifty percent of all recorded music. Like they're just massive. They have Republic. They have Def Jam, Island, Interscope, like. Oh, like any artist that you like. Does, wait, does Disney own them? Di that... Disney doesn't own them. They're the other fifty like percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but, <laughs> but they're like yeah. they're essentially like the, the they're, Amazon of music. Yeah, right? they're like, massive. They're just like a massive. There's like there's Universal, there's Warner, there's Sony. There's like the big three. They just own and whatever and, happened to Atlantic? Sorry to cut you. Atlantic off. is part of Warner. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, there's like a lot of you know it, it's and it's like a on paper right they're like you know TikTok didn't agree to pay for um. Like didn't like the a good royalty rate for use of our our music our content on our platform. Man, everyone's right? struggling. That's huh? what they. Yeah. That's what they said. They were like, you know, one percent of all uh, our revenue comes from TikTok, right? Which is like, and they're like, which is crazy because, you know, TikTok is a is so you know it's graduating into other things. It has turned into other things, but a big, big, big part of their platform is music right so they were saying like this is what it is and we're gonna you know we're taking a stand you know we're putting a firm but what the reality of what that means which is like the reality of like how a lot of things in life and business and whatever works which is like the people who it really affects is not drake it's not the weekend it's not taylor it's not kanye it's it's like the little art the littler artists i don't say little because you know whatever but mm -hmm. like Newer artists. Yeah, we get your point. Yeah. Yeah. Newer artists whose label is telling them you got to be on TikTok promoting your music. And then all of a sudden they take the music. That Then they say, no, you can't. And now it's like, but it's the most, it's the only thing you can really do to move the needle. But now you can't do it. And, you know, I have friends who are like in album rollouts and single rollouts and this and that and have these really, really great things going on that they, throttled. And, yeah. and, and they can't promote it and you know it's like kind of hypocritical for a label to be like you know for, for to be like you know this is the main marketing tool we have is for you mm. to go out there and promote your own music and then say but then and then being like just kidding no you can't mm -hmm. and so a lot of artists are really frustrated so is it a, is it a renegotiation of a contract or it, is... it they basically they they had a they came to an agreement a couple of years ago and then it was they've been and they, then someone in a board meeting was like if we just asked for 10 more cents right we would have been right yeah right like so they were re, they've been renegotiating and i guess the situation is that you know tiktok wouldn't according to universal tiktok wouldn't wouldn't you know come to mm. wouldn't 
uh, agree to the the rates that they wanted. And so, yeah, like, you know, it's a, it's, it's like I said on paper, it's like, you know, yeah, like, you know, these, these, these people should be paying us more, but, you know, for, uh, UMG said it in their thing, which is like 1% of their revenue comes from TikTok. Yeah. So it's like, for them, it's nothing, you know, for them, it's like to just, and the reality is like the artists are promoting their music on this platform, right. which translates to streams, which translates to ticket sales, which translates to merch. Yeah, so it's a necessary component. Yeah. So sure. They're, they're taking advantage, but it would be like taking the music off Spotify or like taking your music off like Apple because they didn't want to give you the rates. And yeah. so it's like at what cost? And like I said before, like the people that it really affects, are not the people who are, you know, yeah. it's not the 1% of artists. It's everybody right. else. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a weird, a weird place right now. Um, so what are their forms of like marketing or promotion? Are there available for you? So like how much is the, the record label involved? How much yeah. is like you just going out and hustling? Like, yeah. Like, do you, do you do any of like your own shows or like try to self promote? Like, I know you're not on like the corner with the guitar, but like, yeah. like what other ways do you get, like people exposed to your music. I mean, it's a hundred percent internet based right yeah. now. I mean, playing a show is so expensive. Playing a show is like a th- multiple thousand dollar like expense every time. Yeah. Like no tour, like touring being is uh, almost always like a net loss until, until you're like, until you're very successful. Yeah. I didn't know with touring, like the artist has to, Oh yeah, yeah. Are you rent, are you in a situation? They have to rent the venue. Yeah, yeah right. If yeah. they go to MSG, they have to rent. I think it's five hundred grand a, a show at yeah, MSG. So then yeah, they might not even make a profit on that. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you. you so is s- that? Are you talking about like a pay to play situation, like I, I, I or did, just renting the venue, like the gear, the the, the you have to you, you pay for the rehearsals, you pay for the rehearsal space, you pay for all the. Uh, the band members right. you pay for all their food. You pay for all, all their travel. Okay. Yeah. You pay for all your It's like having stuff. a wedding. It is. It is. <laughs> every day. You, every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. You pay for your, you pay for your own, you know, you pay for all your stuff. You pay for all your travel. You got to negotiate yeah. with it. You, you, it's like, it's a, it, it's, it is, it is, all, it's like bringing us the circus intent. It, it town, is. You know? It is. It's and like you crazy. hope, you hope to break even in merch and ticket sales, but it's a, it is solely, promotional so for me like a touring i would love to do it but uh you know and certain labels and this is where it comes in like a label will have like a like a tour budget and in that capacity you know because people have different opinions on record labels and and whatever but you know there's there's good and bad to every type of situation there's good to being indie there's bad to being indie there's good to being label bad being on label but um yeah, no, it's it's the the promotion part of it is solely internet based, and you know that's kind of what I, that's how I do it. That's how I, most people do it. They try to build their following online until they get to a point they can like sell a show, you know. Like eventually, you know, what I want to do is like a, you know, New York, L.A. headline show, and I'll do that, and then you know, because it's such a process too, because you. You have to do that a headline show. You have to prove that you sell. You can sell those tickets so you can go to other mm-hmm. venues and be like, "Hey, right. I can do it." Too. Like you need. It's just like it's such like a. What's slow the process build. in in this respect of like finding an agent or a manager or someone who would handle this kind of logistics? Like, yeah. Do you have one? Do you? Yeah. 
You do. I had one for oh. many years, like many years, like a couple years. We we just like parted ways mm-hmm. recently. We're like totally good. Everything is is great. Just timing right. and stuff. Um, but is that that's the kind of thing that they would get into? Is the- yeah, like that's why you have a team because you know those types of things and like you don't need an agent but you know it's just helpful it's always helpful um and so you know it it just allows you to work on what you want to do which is the music you know and um the manager will help you you know a manager contributes to sessions contributes to to artist stuff contributes to all those things it's just like it's a business it's a business like it's weird i know that bands that um like there was this band periphery that now they're big enough but when i liked them when i was younger they were always talking about and like they'd do like vlogs on the tour yeah and they'd say you know we listen guys we we do this for the love of it like we're not making any money yeah i do it and meanwhile they're on like a huge tour with like mashugar like a huge band but they were in a weird limbo place where they were big enough to sell tickets, but not for a lot of money. Yeah. So like, you're just making your money back. You're not right. really profiting. And right. like, they were just like, it's just fun. Like, yeah. and now they're at a, a place where they can make money, but it took like literally 15 years to get to that point, you know? Yeah. And they're incredible. They're an incredible band. And it's, but it all started on the internet. He, this is when SoundCloud became like yeah. the first thing. And he became this big thing on SoundCloud and then. Remember SoundCloud? I mean, it's still a thing, but like, I, re- I miss when like SoundCloud era, you know? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, so yeah. much fun. Like, yeah, you, yeah. that's where you'd find a lot of really cool new people. You released yeah. some stuff on yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah, a few yeah, years ago. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've I did like two little mixtapes on on SoundCloud. That you, did the, you did covers, right? Yeah, we yeah. basically did it. We basically did two projects. We did uh, first project was called "I Ruined These Songs for You." And the second that was one was really good. Sit- I ruined these songs for you. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been that. on SoundCloud in probably years, but yeah. I yeah. used to listen to it all the time. Yeah. I would yeah. randomly just upload like a minute that of something I was doing in the ha- on my yeah, laptop, I mean, like just for, I wasn't expecting, and it, and it never yeah. became. But like it was just a place to just throw it all. Like yeah, yeah. yeah listen, I don't. Yeah. Care. If you don't, yeah. great. If you yeah. do, great. Yeah. You know. But you know, nowadays that's kind of like what I feel like spotify is turning into now which is like you just i mean they up, even let us upload this that's this podcast. you just up the upload <laughs> insanely I, I, yeah. don't let anyone on there um but yeah no like you know you just upload like you just put it on you know it's, it's, it's like a con you just need to be a content machine these days and every day you know, right? like, so, yeah that's, I, I mean that's literally what we always talk about is just like any profession especially an artistic profession like the key to success seems to just be like consistency. Yeah. Right? Well, it's what Barstool has. Like they have, a, they have an office of of kids just like making video all day long. Yeah. Multiple, yeah. multiple. But it's for not every... even. It's not even the fact that like, you just have to be like just generating content all the time. It's just like consistently providing, like consistently putting out music and like yeah. failing, mm-hmm. but failing fast and yeah. like learning, adapting, like right. learning about yourself, learning about your audience, and like what what works, what doesn't, and like. You do that over a long period of time. Eventually, like we talked, what's the the Seth Rogen thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah. That he talked about it's like he's seen a lot of people who are successful, and most of them are the ones who just like kept at it for like a like stupid amount of time. Right. Yeah. And it's like the 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 people who weren't successful just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I heard someone say that there uh, no one's ever failed; they just quit. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good one too. That's a good one. Yeah. Have I you mean, have you ever had? I mean, you've been doing this basically your whole life. Right? Yeah. Have you ever had any point where you're like, shit, man, I don't know if I want to. Every day. Really? <laughs> Every day. I mean, it's just. I think that comes with the territory. Yeah. It's, I really. It's just. And I don't really know anybody who doesn't have mo- like moments like that. Especially, you know, 
um, starting out, especially not starting out if you've been doing it for a long time. And, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things like y- y- other professions, they tell you, you know, you're going to have this much money at the end of the year. You're going to have that. You're going to, this is your health insurance. This is all that stuff. And what me and all the people I know doing this stuff, it's like every year is like a big fucking fat question mark. And, you know, you hope that everything goes well. And, you know, some people have great years and some people have not so great years. And, you know, it's just, it's just this constant, constant, constant battle. Yeah. Between, you know, doing something that you love and being fortunate to do something you love and, having the flexibility that comes with that um you know with that's like an incredible pro but the con is like that like crippling self-doubt yeah Yeah. so you've i mean now you've been doing it for for a while yeah you've had some success and i imagine when you were like a teenager this was something that you dreamed of just like being a singer songwriter like yeah now that you're 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 in it yeah what are like common like misconceptions or like things that surprised you about the good or bad about the yeah. industry or just like things that when people come up to you and you tell them you're like a singer songwriter yeah they're like what does that mean yeah like, i mean i think people like people are just like how much like technology is involved i think at this point now like and like i think there was a lot of times like especially when you know like you you're talking to older people and you're like oh i'm a songwriter and they're like oh do you guys like sit in the room and jam and i'm always like no it's like <laughs> yeah. one dude with a laptop honestly i would even think that yeah like- <laughs> yeah it's it's one dude with a laptop who like and we like get a guitar and we like get like a four bar loop and we just like work on listen to those like four bars for like four hours and then we like <laughs> track the vocals and then we like leave and then that's like that's it it's like such a yeah you really you really sometimes it feels like you're really chopping a a tree in half with like a, a plastic knife or something yeah. like you're just like we're really going hard at this and nothing's yeah. happening yeah. that shit happens a lot right yeah I mean you, you get you know also like kind of like the viv volume like. Everybody I know has like so many good songs and, you know, it's like, it's something that you probably know. That's what I mean about the envy or the jealous. I'm not, I'm trying to find the right word, but like, it must be frustrating just knowing that someone's like sitting on a potentially like the greatest hit of the decade or something yeah, and you yeah, know them and yeah. it's like, just, it's weird just having this amount of talent in one place and only so little of it gets filtered through the actual ether of it and like. Yeah, it's I mean, very frustrating. Dude, right? I just saw a video uh, on TikTok the other day that T-Pain posted, and it was like him. He was he played a song that was supposed to be him, Michael Jackson, and Usher. And Can you I, imagine? And I guess, That's and I guess, amazing. one of the songwriters of that song got a little fucking excited, and I guess like like teased it or like posted it or like shared it in some mm. capacity, and Michael said he was good after it was supposed to come out and backed out of it and then Usher backed out of it and it just never came out. And so I, would you, do you slit that guy's throat? Or I mean, I guess you, you I guess, I, I guess, you know, like you, you can't forgive someone and for you doing just, that. and you just think about like, you know, so in those moments you're like, you think I have some songs in my fucking hard drive that right, are probably pretty yeah. good. Like I'm yeah. sure there's like, I'm sure Bieber has like, 
yeah. the like insane collabs or like Drake has right. like songs yeah. with like him, Wayne, and Kanye like, that just yeah. never came out. And, and like Elton John or I something. I always think about yeah. like the fact that, and I, this could be factually incorrect, but I've read it somewhere. Yeah. That Pablo Picasso, like he didn't become famous until after he died. Yes, yeah. that's true. Same. I mean, I don't it's know. Like, again, like, like people I heard found that. all this shit and they were like, what the, like this yeah. guy's Didn't he die like insane. on the side of the road with like $2 in his pocket yeah, or something? Like he wasn't Crazy. a rich... He wasn't like a super successful Pablo Picasso. Oh my right, God! Yeah, right, yeah. He was posthumous fame. Yeah, yeah. Post, yeah, yeah. post yeah, mortem. I think about yeah. that all the time. Like yeah. just the amount of like unwritten books or unwritten songs or like Dude, things, yeah. that, things that are just like in the back closet or in someone's attic, and you're just like, that's the next. Totally. You know? There was a book like that called uh, the uh, Confederacy of Dunces by this guy. He was an author, and he died, and then his wife found this book of his that he never published or never gave Insane. to a publisher and she gave it to someone like 10 years after and was like I'm telling you this is the best book he ever wrote I've read yeah. it like 10 times it's so good and it became like you know that's the only only book any, that he everyone's in any that anyone's ever read by this guy yeah basically you know yeah. I forgot the name of him but yeah. <laughs> you see he's not even that big of an author right. but that shit happens after you die. That's how Marxism became a thing. Let's get into it. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Like, <laughs> no, but like he, that didn't become, Marx had no idea this would become like Marxism yeah. and yeah, like yeah. lead a revolution in Russia and all Crazy. this shit, you know? Crazy, He man. died way before that. Yeah, I don't know. But don't yeah, know. We'll, we'll, yeah. The, I hope that, you know, hopefully uh, some of my bigger songs come out before I die. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you never know, man. But speaking of like, speaking of like envy, I guess, like is there, is there a particular talent or skill set i think i asked you this last time but yeah like, i guess you know you can always learn a new skill or something yeah. but is there something that when you were younger or even if you were giving advice to a, a younger person about starting in the music industry yeah. like what skill set do you think is like super valuable or yeah. something that you just like wish you learned or, or knew now yeah i mean if i was starting now i would learn how to be a producer before uh, you know fuck writing a song being whatever like making mixing you know like production you know get into fucking ableton or logic or whatever your your dove choice is and i would just fucking get into that i would learn that first because that you know the the big issue nowadays with songwriters is that they don't get fees so producers you know this comes from this comes from like age you know old old music making which is like sheet music used to be like us publishing right so you could make right. money off sheet music mm -hmm. but obviously that doesn't happen anymore and so what they and what labels would do was buy the recording from a producer they would buy the actual you know fucking lp or whatever the master the tape, master yeah. tape mm -hmm. of the record and they would redistribute it so you know that has continued even though it's just files now it's like it's the it's like it's the okay. same idea of like they buy the waves they buy like the quality they buy the instrumental acapella full version from the producer and so producers get fees so do you any, know 
what that number looks like. Obviously, it has to do with who wrote it, who it's going to, blah, blah, blah. But generally speaking, for like a low-level, quote-unquote, producer, if they're selling the master file, is that like a $500 interaction or a $5,000? It's so dependable. It's so situation. It could be like it could be like fifty grand. Fifty like, grand. Like I'm yeah. sure, like Max Martin, who's like one of the biggest biggest producers yeah. of all time. I'm sure his fee is astronomical. I'm sure, like you know, there's just like when you're at that level and those are the type of music and your credits are just that. It's like any other business. Like you're yeah. Depends. If you're if you're norm enormous, um, I will say most of the time, um, especially, uh, like if you're starting out, you won't get any fee. Like, of course, because people are don't have the money if you but you're entitled to a fee and you're entitled to points on the on the on the master meeting when they upload it to DistroKid, you have a right to be like, I want 50 percent. I want blah, blah, versus the songwriter does not. Gotcha. So. So what happens, whatever happens with your song happens and it's really kind of out of your. Yeah. Right. right. So like, yeah. and, And so, you know. All big, so because of that, and you know, and, and all the biggest, there's like a lot of big songwriters going up DC and the government, the capital to, to to fight for songwriters, you know, whatever. But that, if you wait on that, you you know, you'll be fucking, yeah. you'll be dead, you'll be fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah, be Picasso. Exactly. So you, but so <laughs> so if you so if I was starting yeah. over, I would be picking up that production technique, those production skills, because you can get your money now. Right. So it, sounds like, it sounds like producers are like top of the pyramid and like financially, at least hundred percent, but are they also like the rarest talent? Like, is it? No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and that's, no. I, I'm glad you asked. Cause no. like, I know plenty of producers, you know, yeah. like, and I've met a lot over the years, especially when I was in school and stuff. Like, so many guys were making beats and like yeah. making just just putting together almost whole albums of yeah. music, and they all yeah sometimes they would sell it for but again for like a hundred bucks to some local person or something like that, and like it's weird how they get the lion's share so to speak, but they're 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 a dime a dozen in a way. Like songwriters are way more rare of a person yeah. I feel yeah. than a producer these days. I, I interesting think, how that worked out. I just I mean I think you know production is so so important and there's a lot of songs um that are like basically production driven and like you yeah, know, like like dubstep like you yeah, need to be a producer exactly you can't be a song i mean exactly. you could be but like you know exactly it's exactly. like the sounds are so important now like you know people are everyone's autistic right like people need like a lot of shit going on yeah, it's yeah, gotta yeah. be so crisp and clean and, yeah. and i'm telling you right now like I do pay for a mastering software like Algorithm every yeah, month. Yeah, it's yeah. like whatever, $19. But the difference between that, because like the settings on it are like pop radio, uh, Instagram ready, it'll be like something like that. Like, And the difference between the song before and after is like, oh shit. Like yeah. someone's actually, like someone will actually listen to this now and not think it was made on a laptop. Yeah. So like that um capability as a producer it is worth the money yeah, it's the yeah. difference really yeah, yeah, between yeah. the demo and the and even the main master and it's true yeah it's true that like so like i think the i'm not answering the question but what i'm saying is that is the difference the yeah. producer is mm-hmm. the difference yeah yeah you i know? mean and people can you know like you, you can record yourself as as best as you can but sometimes you know you like the production will or the mixing the mashing will, will elevate it from, it can ruin it yeah i can it ruin can. it and it can and it can elevate and it, it can and make it, it better it, yeah it, it can it makes all the difference and i think that you know if you're you know I, like 
the production is also very, very important, but at the same time, you know, like, especially in like pop music and like top 40 music and just like the zeitgeist of, of shit, the lyric and melody is like kind of like also like key. And even for that, for that, to that point, the lyrics, maybe not even so much. I mean, Max Martin is, who's like the goat of that is, is like he, he wrote like, uh, I want it that way. And Backstreet Boys. Can you imagine? He wrote but pretty he, good song. He he wrote like every Ariana Grande song, Weekend song, Virgil Spears song. Like he's like that that song is like, which is insane, but like a footnote for him, which wow. is like a pretty crazy. Uh, he did, he did, yeah, Britney Spears, right? He did. Yeah, uh, like he, hit me, baby. Yeah, all the time. he's on every. Yeah. He's on everything. But those songs, for example, I know we people reference that song all the time because. The lyrics of I want it that way don't make any sense. Right. Right. No, none of the words. Nothing tell, to do with an airport tell, hanger. Yeah. <laughs> that, exactly. And so it's like, you know, tell me why nothing but a heartache. Keep, keep tell, they don't make any sense. I'm, I'm, I have in my you head know, right now. They make tell no me sense. why nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never want to hear you say I want it that way. Like it makes no. Or my fire, my one design. Yeah. Makes, it makes no sense. And there's a version out there on YouTube if you look it up of they try to change the lyrics. They don't. They don't actually really? ever explain what yeah. they want. Yeah, they never say it. Yeah, and say what? It. And yeah, what way? It just never makes any sense. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. And the thing is, nobody cares. Referring to anything. Nobody cares. You That's know, like the Spice Girls right. song. If you yeah. want to be my lover. Yeah. Gotta get with you my gotta, friend. You gotta ziggy well, didn't what's his yeah, name? Yeah. He, he, he proved this by what does the fox say, right? Yeah. I mean, like no oh, one yeah. really, no Jam. one really gives oh, yeah. a shit what the song's yeah. about. Yeah, it's about how good it sounds and the melody. Yeah, like, and this. I don't you know. even like. So this is one thing I found really interesting. Uh, I, I'm some, and I didn't realize there was like kind of maybe two divergence of people who how they listen to music. When I listen to a song, I'm mainly just listening to the sound. Mm. Like I listen to the instruments, and mm. I almost look at the the artist who's singing as just an instrument on top of the guitar and the drums. It's yeah. Just, to me, mm. it's just sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Like my wife, Lauren, on the other hand, like she listens to the lyrics and the yeah. story. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my God, did you hear what he said? And like, yeah. I'm like so emotional and I'm like, Oh, I wasn't even listening yeah. to the lyrics. I yeah. kind of listened to the sound yeah. to elicit a feeling. in me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I just, I right. found that bizarre that real like, quick. I guess I, there's two different. Can I tell you a lyric yeah. that everyone misheard for their whole life? I just found out please in, um, in, uh, in the blink One Eighty Two song, they came up a lot in this episode. Um, what's the one? All it the were, small things. No, it's not that it's, I, um, I took her out. It was a Friday night. Yeah. I, it's, it's not, I walk alone to get the I feeling right. Alone. It's war. I wore cologne. Uh, Oh, I Yo. wore cologne. Yeah, I wore cologne uh, to get the feeling right. <laughs> uh, Yo, fire. it's I wore. Every, why did we all think it's I yeah. walked alone? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. He's literally talking about being with someone else. That's like the Green Makes Day no one. Sense. Maybe the Green Day. We confuse it with the Green Day. Fucking Yo, uh, I walk alone. I walk alone. They were just on the subway in New York they City, sure by were, the way, with Jimmy yeah. Fallon. And it was really funny that, like, I don't know if they were actors, but um, the. No one like cared. In fact, everybody was like very annoyed. Yeah, they were like, I mean, that's so New York City, but yeah, it's so New York. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I used to funny. be obsessed with Green Day, man. Back yeah, dude, bro, yeah. American Classic. American yeah. idiot. Yeah. Most, yeah. most of the first songs yeah. on on guitar were all Green Day songs. Yeah, yeah. power chords, power chords, all day long. Just, and just fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah. easy. 
American great, Idiot's great a great album, man. Great band. Um, and Homecoming was like our jam. Remember that the last song on the album, oh, Homecoming, yeah. the so eight good. part, like yes, you know, like, it's yeah. like a, it's there's like another a one that's Rhapsody. like that too. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's so good. Suburbia, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. What a what a time. Simpler time. Simpler time. Simpler time. Yeah. Simpler time. Simpler time. He's incredible. I don't know why um they were on Fallon. I don't know if they have like an album. They just put out an album. Did, did they? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, they put out there. They're still still doing it, and a couple of them are pretty good. I didn't listen to all of them, but I listened to the ones that were like on New Music Friday. Yeah, and they're pretty good. It's weird that now that's like classic rock. Yeah, they're on Q one hundred four three. Yeah, so funny. What do you see as the outcome in your experience? I'm sure you've gotten into the drama and the business a lot over the years, but like with this UMG thing, what do you? How do you think this plays out? They'll give in. UMG will give in. They have to. (laughs) I mean, they gave in to Spotify. I mean, they get. It's just. People just are afraid of change and people are yeah. like, you know, when LimeWire was happening and everyone. I was just going to say, like, this is re- reminiscent of the LimeWire yeah, days. Yeah, like when LimeWire yeah. was happening and now we got Spotify and they're making more money than ever from Spotify. Like labels record are like record profits because the streaming business, again, if you're a producer or like a, a producer or you're a label or you're an artist, you're making a fucking shit ton of money. The songwriters don't make dick on streaming. That's like a huge issue. But um, so they're killing it. They don't give a shit about mm-hmm. Spotify's a tenant in the building I work in. They have like, they just downsize, but the fact that they have 10 floors yeah. in New York City rent, like, yeah, they're doing fine. No, they're machine, they're, yeah. they're, they're great. And, App- they and Apple's- They a round of layoffs too, because yeah. I, work, I work with an no, advertising standpoint. Oh, yeah. So they just yeah. laid off a lot of people. No, they, they yeah. got rid of a few floors, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I guess that means people got- Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, not, like, they're uh, not the only ones, but yes. That's I, always, true. I always joke in my industry, because like, there's, they have- uh, salespeople for their ads yeah like that sounds like the easiest job in the world like you don't right. really have to, you don't really have to sell much people yeah. just want to be on spotify and of you're course just like, here like give me yeah. your money right no they're they're you know they're one of those things where it's like at one point that model was like really scary to people and and um now it's like it's like kind of like duh like it's like you just you you just have to have spotify or like some sort of listening apple music whatever your thing is it's it's now it's just ingrained into people's lifestyle versus at one point the streaming thing was like a really scary threatening thing to the industry and now i feel like it's just like part it's just part of it it's just it's it's inevitably part of this now at this point this might be a dumb question but i feel like my like of course it is kyle the the little kid in me feels (laughs) i have to ask but like how often do you listen to your own music Honestly, and like in what, honestly, in what way? Well, actually, I've been over at your house when like a song of yours has just come on. Yeah, you have your phone. Like, yeah, on Bluetooth. Yeah, like, that seems normal. But yeah, like, do you ever listen to it for like, like research purposes, or just like trying to understand something about yourself, or do you just like are you in the shower and you just like listening to your own? I, stuff? <laughs> I I listen to my demos in the car a lot because to like see what you can improve to see what i like to yeah. see to see which ones i find myself coming back to to see if there's something i should change to and and that goes for songs that are for me and other also like songs i've written for other people and i'm like damn this one is still good and mm-hmm. i'll and i'll like go and i'll text them i'll be like yo like we should finish this or like yeah. yo we should yeah. like that's kind of like and it's and it's I feel like it's a big thing that, that a lot of like writers and producers like deal with, which is like trying to listen to all the new shit that's coming out and other people's music and but also staying on top of like music that you're making and trying to make sure that it's like competitive mm. and yeah. I really try to like listen and it's like kinda of fucked up, but like a little bit of like the the joy of listening to music is kind of yeah. it's kind of been like ripped ripped oh, from me a little yeah. bit. 
because everything I listen to, I'm kind of like doing homework on it where I'm like, if I like a song, I'm like immediately go to the credits and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Who worked on this? Right. I immediately am thinking like, Oh, like what other, like, how could I use this? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I know people you who know? love Disney world and shit and they're like, I would love to work in Disney. And I'm like, no, you don't No, You don't want to see Mickey mouse having a smoke break. The, you know? o- the only time I'm really like, when I feel like there, it, it, it's like rare and extra, extremely exciting when i find an artist that i'm like yo like or a song that is like really special or that i feel like they're doing something different like that's like a huge really exciting thing and also when you're like making like i said like in the room and you guys create something for the first time and and, and it's like a new song that's in the world or like a new thing that's in the world and you just you you, everyone leaves and you put on your headphones and you just listen to it like over and over yeah. and over and over mm. and over again until the car test like yeah they say. you just put yeah. it in you just listen to it like a hundred times the day of and then you know like that that's like that is the best part of the whole that's of the, awesome, of the whole thing but like, I, it's so know. crazy that you get to feel that and get paid that's amazing I'm, that's what i'm jealous yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like yeah. my my favorite song of yours is the song you did i think it's with jutes yeah. me together is yeah. a problem like yeah, when yeah. that came out yeah i like felt the joy that you guys probably had yeah. making that song yeah yeah and like that was one where i genuinely listened to it like a hundred yeah. times in a row hell yeah because like it just sound you can feel like the energy and like the fun yeah. in it yeah yeah and like i just kept wanting to replay that hell and, like, yeah bro that's hell what yeah. i'm jealous of yeah I'm, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, yeah you get to do that and yeah. To yeah you a little bit more as an artist um i saw your video i forgot the, the other artist who was with you in it yeah um, but do you do all that? That's all you, or do you hire a filmographer? Like, how do you? No, I I have a, a homie named Josh Nesmith who's like an incredible uh, director and videographer and 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 colorist, and he's just like he's like yeah, it's really good shit, man. Like he's drone fucking, footage. He's and, just incredible, yeah. and and he he's done pretty much all of my like most recent like probably since like twenty one or like twenty like maybe even twenty twenty. I don't even know, but um. Yeah, he's fucking incredible. Yeah. And um we, And by the way, I wanted to ask just from a logistics please. point of view, do you get permits or are you breaking the law? Uh, breaking the, the law, breaking yeah, the good, law. Good. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, but realistically, it's it's no big, you know, everyone does. Every like I know so, like the beach uh, down you can't put yeah, like, you yeah. can't bring amps on the beach. You know, they get in trouble all the time. Yeah, it's a yeah. fine whatever, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. No, you're but, um, you're there. It's like everything's like running gun where you're just like there and you shoot and you see you, everyone knows the deal, right? We're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, 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 perform- we're like, I'm doing like a performance take or something like under something where I'm not supposed to be. And I see the cop coming. <laughs> yeah. I see the cop or like the person coming out and we just go and we just go and go and go and go and go and go until they come to us. And they're like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, we're just like, sometimes we say like, oh, we're making like a YouTube video. And, and because like there's different things, like if you're doing a music video promotional thing, it becomes like you need like this, like, but if you're just like doing like a vlog daily thing, oh, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't really need, you don't That's need weird. like, there's like a, who makes, who makes that? Decision? Yeah. I don't, there no is law. some sort of, I don't know. Like there is something about it. There's like different, but like, you know, we basically just get the take, you do the whole take, you perform the whole thing and you see them coming out of the corner of your eye and you wait and, you, and then, and then you, and then you, then yeah. it ends and then you're like, Oh, thanks for coming. And then you look and we're like, did we get it? Did we? And then we're like, yeah. We're like, all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get the cops in it. Yeah. Right. Right. So like outside of 
actually like studio session making yeah. songs. Yeah. Like I imagine there's like some just like shitty aspects of your career that you just yeah. don't you have to do and you don't yeah. like doing. Is that like a part that you enjoy doing or like do you think it's just it's necessary? Like what are the parts that you like that aren't actual making music that you really enjoy and the yeah. parts that you hate? I mean the, there's two parts of it that I don't really love. Um, and it's like going into the weeds of the production, like the fucking mixing and making sure things don't clip and making sure that the mix is right and like finding the right drums and you're sitting there listening to like a hundred different like snare samples. Like, you ever see that meme where it's the, where it's the woman, like she's like, you know, she's like upset and she's like around the corner of like the room and the husband's on the computer like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, honey, you coming to bed soon? And his dialogue is, this fucking snare just sounds like shit. That's literally, For hours you're going through sounds. No, it's horrible. And like just the mixing and stuff and like trying to get the vocals to sit. Like you and you do like, you do like, you do like 15 vocals and you have to get them all the fucking thing to, you know, you're sitting there and you know the fucking you do all the vocals and then all of a sudden like now the fucking kick like you don't feel the kick anymore so you have to like you you make the kick louder now you don't feel the bass anymore like that i just fucking can't stand that shit and so that's one and then two this fucking the content shit you know like i'm you know basically kind of like for like forcing myself to find the joy in it and find a way to do it um that I can enjoy it because it's, genuine, it's right? like, yeah. It's like, and they can, people can just fucking tell when you're not being authentic and they can just tell when you're like, it feels promotiony and like, you know, we're not fucking hey guys, gen- just came out with this new album. Yeah. Check like, you know, yeah. did I write the song this summer? You know, like yeah, it's yeah. like not, it's just hard. And like, also we're just, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not gen tell. alpha. Like we're yeah. not gen Z. Like people can fucking see like, why is this fucking grown Smash ass that man? like button. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Don't forget to subscribe. So like and subscribe, you know, like and we're just like grown ass men and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. they just like, y- they could just fucking smell your shit. So it's like, finding a way to do it that people can like that's authentic and you it's know Oliver Anthony it, you know Oliver Anthony the, the country guy who wrote um, oh shit Richmond North, Rich Rich. North of Richmond yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's an iPhone recording yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. you can't get realer than that and, like, but even were, that like yeah if you don't you know like I obviously work work content creators and so my for you page is, is like every other video is like are you stuck in 200, 300 views? Literally. <laughs> bro. Blah, 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 blah. Like I get those yeah. every fucking day. Read and the caption below. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, and you know what? And they, everyone says this and the, the reality is they're like your content, you just got to step the content up. Like that's just the only thing to you know, me. You're right. That, feels that is really the only truth it. of it. Like because I've seen for every rule or something that people would say is a, is a way to make content connect, there's an exception to that rule. Like, the, you need to have a better camera well i've seen videos that look like shit go viral or like you know you need to have a better song i've had songs that look that sound like shit go viral mm-hmm. like there's only thing that ever matters is that you're doing something that's like that connects with people and until you do that like it it's just yeah. it's never going to connect i tell people all the time and I've, I've talked to you about this there was a period last year where between like just vacation days and like the holidays, I had 30 days off of work. And those 30 days, I like made it a promise. I was like, I'm going to make 
content, like write, like post on Instagram every single day. And I was just like churning out stuff. And it was genuine stuff. Yeah. Like, cause I, Kyle, but it, it was noticeable. Yeah, I remember. And I like tripled my followers. Yeah. And, like I just felt so alive. And I, was, yeah. I wasn't like doing cringy stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how this show got started. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's exactly, I reached out. I'm like, oh, exactly he's got a fire under his ass. Yeah. And it was just we that, may as that well. momentum. And then, of course, like snap Life. back to reality. Right. Yeah. Full time right. job. Yeah. Like, yeah. All yeah. that shit. But I, it was it was cool and annoying at the same time to be yeah. like, oh, if I just did that and like kept my foot on the gas pedal, like you see results. And yeah. of course I imagine at some point that would plateau, yeah, yeah. which I have plateaued for yeah. the last year yeah. since then. But yeah. like just seeing that potential, and I'm sure you've seen oh, yeah. growth when like you really focus for a hyper yeah. amount yeah. of time. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's annoying because you know it's possible, Yeah. but yep. you also know the amount of work that it requires and yeah. it's, it's not... It's not not significant, you know. Yeah, I mean, my my uh, my homie has like a multiple projects, and you know, we talk every day about like about TikTok and like how to fucking crack the shit. And we were saying the reality is when I post on TikTok, I get a follower on Instagram, I get streams, he gets followers on Spotify. Like, there's just that's just the fucking fact. When I don't post on it, right. it stays the same. Mm-hmm. And when I post on it, it grows. And Better it's than just, nothing. It's just like, it's <laughs> it's binary, bro. Yeah. It's like, it's true. when I post on TikTok, I get more followers. I've, I post something, I get a follower. Even if it's just one follower a day, I'll fucking do it. And I and when I don't post for a couple of days, I watch the numbers go down. It's just like, it's just how it is. Ray Kroc, persistence. So, it's just persistence. This yeah. is the guy who created McDonald's. He's oh. like, all you got to do is keep going. Yeah. yeah, It's really that simple. Remy, is there anything that you want to promote? Anything coming out? Anything new? Yeah, I just I just put out a song called Autograph, so check it out. Um, I just uh, I just song. dropped that um, right before the year ended, and um, working on a bunch of new music um, that I'm just like posting on TikTok. So follow me on TikTok. <laughs> yep. Um, posting all types of you know new songs, and um, yeah, I just you know we have I have an album on the way. I have a lot a lot of cool stuff oh, that yeah. and it's it's R E M Y on Spotify yeah. on Instagram yeah. on all the handles. On Instagram is is that Remy uh, R E M Y and on uh, like music platforms it's just Remy R E M Y. Um, yeah. I'm the kid that looks like me. So if you, it's the guy that looks like me. It's the guy that looks yeah. like me. If you're wondering, um, but yeah, I'm just you know I'm, I'm working on a lot of a lot of cool music um, that I'm excited to uh, to kind of get releasing. Which you know in the next like month or two, I'm gonna start just rolling stuff out. So brilliant, Remy. Thank you for being so gracious yeah. to come no back problem. to the show after. Yeah, again, no problem. After audio difficulties, which mistake. is why we say, kids, be a producer. So that that's right. Doesn't happen. That's so you don't right. drop a hard drive from your that's lap. Right. But, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. No, be that, a good producer yeah, is right. the right that's way. That's right. But thank that's you again right. for coming back and uh, no problem, and hanging with us. Thanks, uh, man. I really appreciate it. It was great talking to no you. No problem. You know, a second of of many. Good. I hope so. Yes, of course. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Fucking smash that like. Smash it. And be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Yes. Good night.